Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're newlyweds, engaged, looking to get married, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 19 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in a marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, fitness, raising kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are some of the things we all strive for in a marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Destination Marriage. All right, welcome to episode 33 of Destination Marriage. I'm Tommy flying solo today. So Jackie has a day off. Uh, It's Monday, um, the day after Valentine's Day, and and Jackie just uh, really uh, outdid herself once again on making another amazing Valentine's breakfast. Um, Unfortunately, this was the first one that our older son has not been at, so that was a little hard. Um, Valentine's breakfast, Jackie really does just a fantastic job of of serving her family, her boys, and her men in our home, and... uh, it's something we look forward to every year. Um, so the, the episode topic today is really focused specifically for men. Um, I'm calling it uh, gut check time, set the temperature in your home. And, and first and foremost, this is really me talking to myself. Um, it's sort of a, a verbal uh, journal entry about something that's really been on my heart recently. So a little backstory. I've been trying over the past couple of years to really push myself with running. And it's actually, it's really difficult for me. I'm not an, I'm not a natural runner. Um, I'm still waiting for this, uh, quote runner's high. I keep hearing about, you know, I haven't, haven't had that in, in any of my runs, but, um, but I will say that when I do run, especially kind of outside at night is that for me, it's really the most focused time in my day. I'm finding that during that time, the responsibilities that I'm neglecting or not doing a good job with really hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, So I'm actually enjoying running for the first time in my life, which to be honest is a real surprise as I've always seen running as sort of punitive as punishment or simply kind of preparing for a sports season, not doing it. Obviously I run for health, but also just the, uh, the joy in the run. And uh, so I'm, I'm really enjoying that time where I'd actually look forward to, I need to go on a run to kind of clear my head and, and really think. And so I'm definitely enjoying it. So let me just say right off the top, you know, I'm not a trained counselor or a therapist by any means, but you know, I have stepped in it more times than not over the past 20 years of marriage. So at a minimum, you know, maybe I hope uh, you listen to me as a cautionary tale of what not to do and then kind of what I've learned Okay, so what has been on my mind? So there are two things I want to talk about, talk to myself about and to the men that are listening. And they really both focus on realizing just how much impact that we have on the temperature of our own homes, on our children and on our wives. So both of these are kind of personal gut checks and also challenges to all of us men. So... Uh, another kind of what, what we're really kind of, uh, uh, I know we talked about the word triggered how much I, I dislike that word, but you know, what really kind of triggered that, uh, this, this thought, 
um, was one of our listeners told us that he plays our podcast in the shop where he works and that a lot of the guys listen in. So we're really happy and, and thankful for that. Um, and he told us there are a lot of guys sharing some of the challenges that they have with their marriages, you know, with each other. And so he started playing the the podcast, to hopefully, you know, provide some, some insight and maybe help some of those, uh, help some of those men out in their marriages. So as I was running the other night, this group of men who honestly I've never met before, um, I don't know any of their actual stories, just a generalization. Um, they suddenly were really on my heart. So men, if you're listening to this podcast, this one's for both me and for you. I don't know you, but I love you guys and I want the best for your children, your homes and your marriages. Okay, so what? What is the first gut check for me? So it's for me to realize when I'm being a coward in my own home and the need for me to personally step up. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Well, I listened to a, a recent sermon by uh, John Gray of Relentless Church down in South Carolina. He's, he's focusing, focusing a series right now on intentionality in your lives. And he mentioned this idea of being a peacemaker versus a peacekeeper. And it hit me that that frames up perfectly what I've kind of been mentally struggling with and how I act a lot of times in my own home. Um, I think that I've convinced myself that being a quote peacekeeper is wise. And yes, while oftentimes it is, um, the hard truth for me is that many times when I say I just want peace, what I'm really doing is chickening out on my responsibilities as a husband and as a father. Too often, what happens as a result is while I'm saying, quote, I just want peace, all the while letting outside influences or people hurt my wife emotionally. You know, I'm not talking about physically um, being hurt. Let, let's be honest, men. The idea of, of physically protecting your children and your wives is it's kind of easy, right? I'm, what I'm really focused on is is that kind of neglecting the emotional protection, um, of my wife. And that's why I love the term peacemaker versus peacekeeper, because it really denotes kind of the intentionality that's necessary to create peace. So most of the time for me, uh, you know, I don't know what that might be like for you men, but for most of the time for me, that is going to mean putting myself in front of my wife or children and protecting them and creating peace by maybe having difficult conversations with uh, friends or family or, or anybody that's, that's emotionally um, kind of causing there to not be peace or potentially hurting my spouse or my, my kids. Um, and, you know, so that could also mean cutting people out of our lives that don't have our best interests in their, in their hearts. And sometimes that's really hard to kind of accept that. Um, not saying that there's anybody right now that that's the case, but, you know, there are times where I know for a fact, looking back on my marriage, where I chickened out. And I'm sorry for doing that. And I'm, it's one of those things I'm really going to focus on and, and work towards um, being a stronger emotional husband support for my wife. So I'll ask you, men, is that something you need to self-reflect on too? I think that for me, just that framework of peacekeeper versus peacemaker 
is is man it was it really was was eye-opening for me and it really caused me to self-reflect quite a bit and uh you know i'm i'm really excited about how that's going to help improve my family's uh emotional well-being so the second kind of personal gut check look this really was not some huge revelation but honestly more of kind of a recent and emotional realization that really kind of stung and honestly kind of brought me down for a little bit uh, emotionally. And that was kind of this recent idea of realizing how much impact I have in my home and how I truly set the emotional temperature for my own house. I had read, uh, I was reading a book and I, and I, and I apologize. I cannot remember the name of the book or the, uh, the therapist that would, that had written the book. It was a marriage book. And he said something in a book that uh, honestly, I, I don't want to say I was offended by, I kind of, uh, kind of blew off and I thought that was a little bit ridiculous. And he said something to the effect of your wife's entire emotional response is a direct reflection of how you've treated her. And at first I thought, well, that's ridiculous. We all are, you know, we're all kind of responsible for how we act individually and that, you know, I can't, I'm not a, I don't control my wife. Um, and then it, you know, it kind of, as I took a step back and I realized, okay, so what does he mean by that? What does that statement kind of mean? And to me, I think it really is, it kind of goes to that back to that kind of big idea of setting the temperature for your home and how you treat your wife is going to cause uh, a direct reaction in her emotions. You're her covering her support, her, um, and yes, yeah, she, of course she's going to have all of her own thoughts and all of her own dreams and, um, it, you know, and is responsible as well for what, what she says, um, as we all are. And, um, you know, we all have advice to give and thoughts and, and so on, but it, it kind of is, I think he's made that statement. How I interpret it is more of not that you control your wife's thoughts, but men realize you have a direct impact, a huge, huge, strong impact on how your wife is going to feel and how she's going to act. Um, and for me, that was again, kind of that cowardice back to the cowardice piece. It's, uh, it was kind of hard for me to, to accept that. Um, and it's something I'm definitely working on. Um, and so what I liken to it in my house, well, I guess not liken to it. That's kind of the, the wrong phrase. What I mean is that the, the, the example for me personally that really stuck out and something that, uh, I have to work on is, you know, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not an angry person by any means. Um, but I do have these kind of like random, you know, bursts of anger. And then two seconds later, I'm fine. And what I realize, and of course, Jackie's helped me point it out is that when I have those little bursts, even if I'm fine emotionally, two seconds later, I'm not mad at anybody in particular. A lot of times it's not yelling at someone. It's just yelling in general. Um, sometimes it's at people, but a lot of times it's just a general <laughs> burst of anger. And, uh, and I, and I then wonder like, why isn't everybody, why doesn't everybody want to talk to me? You know? And it's like, it's kind of that whole idea of like, if you light a match and your house goes up in flames, are you really surprised? And you know, it, it just, it just hit me really hard when I was thinking about this, this setting the temperature of my home. 
um, you know, I need to be careful with, with how I, you know, if I come through the door and start yelling, even if I'm not yelling at people, it's going to have a, a very negative impact on my home. So I wonder if there's other things that, uh, I'm doing that I can improve on or, or men, uh, you know, kind of, kind of challenge you to look at what types of, um, you know, what, what types of actions are you doing that are having those kind of emotional impacts that you don't even realize, um, you're, you're kind of having on your own home, you know, just being proactive with how you speak and how you act in your own home is going to have such an, an important and profound impact. So you may be saying to me, but Tommy, you don't understand. Uh, you know, my wife does X, Y, Z or treats me like a kid all the time. So I have the right to, um, you know, to be angry or to act a certain way. And so I was thinking about that, right? And so what do you do with that? And then I was thinking about (laughs) how have I reacted or how do I react sometimes? Um, You know, personally, I tend to use a couple of options as my my go-tos. You know, you can do what I do a lot and fire right back if someone's yelling at you or someone's someone's responding or angry or uh, in kind of a fighting mode. and then you can kind of get really, you know, get really angry like I do and then kind of mumble something about how you're, how I'm the man and, and I deserve respect. Um, you know, <laughs> let me know how that works out for you, but I'm, th- I'm sure we all do it. Um, tends to end in a kind of an ice cold bed in my experience. You know, the other thing <laughs> that you could do and, and like I do a lot is you kind of pout and isolate. I'm really the king of that one. And I'll tell you, every time I do that, it really ends with, with Jackie just seeking me out and groveling at my feet, professing her undying love and respect for me. Uh, you know, well, maybe in my imagination. But what is more likely the case, and honestly, kind of back to the gut check, rightly so, is she ends up digging in. And uh, now I'm really acting like the child that I'm mad that she's treating me like, right? So, um that ring true to anybody else? Uh, I, I have a feeling it probably, it probably does ring true. Um, both of those scenarios as far as a response. And, uh, you know, my guess is if it's anything like, uh, my home, when I act like that, it, uh, it ends up being a, uh, not a good night. Right. You know, a third option and one that, uh, I'm really trying to focus on is growing thicker skin. And to realize that a lot of what I get from my kids or from Jackie or my, you know, or anybody else in my home is a direct reflection of how I am acting in the home towards them first. Frankly, I need to suck it up while I try to reorient how I act in the home at times, you know, back to the point about being intentional. I'm going to focus on proactively being more emotionally supportive, keeping a loving tone towards my wife and positive, uplifting support for my children. You know, I honestly believe that if I'm consistent in protecting their hearts by being a peacemaker, intentionally, proactively, and looking for opportunities to um, to potentially be in, in uncomfortable situations in order to uh, create that peace, and then really constantly kind of gauging the temperature of my home and reacting accordingly, then I think the respect and the love will be given back to me in droves. And, uh, you know, it's hard, it's not easy. And it's something that, uh, you kind of have to emotionally mature myself is uh, kind of, like I said, I'm, I'm talking to myself, Tommy, I need to, to really 
mature in those um, in this arena. You know, so back to the gut check. The truth is, regardless uh, if that happens or not, frankly, it's my responsibility as the husband and father of my home to do to do that, and I'm committed to being intentional about improving the temperature of my own home. So men, please consider where you're at in your marriage and what the temperature is of your home. You know, what steps could you proactively take or what things could you do or stop doing that would build up and protect your homes? You know, as I mentioned at the top, I'm not a trained professional. But, you know, if, if any of you guys that are listening would, would like to discuss privately, please direct message me on uh, our Destination Marriage Instagram or on our Facebook uh, page. You can, you know, DM me on, on Messenger there. And, you know, I I'd, I'd, would be more than happy to kind of speak with you in confidence. You know, as a man, I know that it's, you know, it's hard to self-reflect and then to admit to another man or to other men that you have emotional things that need changing. But I can promise you that, you know, in my experience where I have uh, shown some improvements or matured and had conversations with other men and been accountable to both, uh, you know, myself and to, and then being accountable to me as far as improvement of their marriage and, and different aspects that, uh, you know, the other side of that valley is much brighter and that your home and your marriage is much stronger as a result. So, well, listen, thanks for letting me share some of my thoughts and kind of verbally processing, um, you know, some areas in my heart and my life that I really feel uh, I can improve on. And I think that there's probably some men out there that uh, could probably improve on it too. And, uh, you know, like I said, I love you guys. I really want everyone's marriages to, to thrive and their, their children to thrive. And, uh, you know, until next time, I hope each of you has a fantastic week and, uh, We'll talk soon. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.